0: Hey, this is Joe Ledbetter, and you're listening to Master of One Podcast. You can check out my work at joeledbetter.com.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Master of One Podcast, the podcast that's cozy and warm next to our crackling yule logs. In this very special holiday episode, we go around the table to catch up, talk about Christmas traditions and what we're looking forward to this season, and give a very important update on the future of the podcast. I'm Andrew, your master of art and design. I'm Patrick, your master of television and film.
0: And I'm Luke, your master of toys and games.
1: So gulp down that eggnog and get those chestnuts nice and toasty, because it's time to slide down the chimney of another episode. I've been putting up lights so much, there's some nuts that are toasty. (laughs) to kick every episode off by going around the table and uh, considering it's been a little bit, this table is very large with lots of things on it. Uh, it's not, it
0: hasn't gotten any bigger. There's just a lot of stuff. That's on true.
1: It. There's
2: just a lot. Like there is Mine got smaller.
1: There is a literal okay. stack of stuff this high you guys can't, it's just off screen right now, but it's it's above my eyebrow level of stuff to talk about. So uh, we, will, we will jump right in. Like I said, it has been a little bit since we've been around. Uh, this is our Around the Table, which means we talk about what's new, fun, and noteworthy about our weeks. And so, uh, Patrick, why don't you kick us off?
2: Three things to talk about. Uh, thing number one, Burger Battle came in this week. In fact, it came in just a couple days ago. This is the beautiful box for it. It looks really Uh, good. So, and that's actually what I wanted to point out about this, is the details uh, that Andrew put into it. So, for instance, you know, there's two stacks of cards, make up all the ingredients. He put a nice little divider in the box. That way they're not going to, like, mix together while you're storing them or in transport, which I really appreciate. Um, Of of course, like, all the documentation looks really great. Uh, And then there are the bonus cards for the Kickstarter version, which I'm pumped about. A final thing on this, I did not notice this, uh, Andrew, when I was the first time I looked through it. But I flipped it over, and he left a nice little message for us on the inside of the box. And it just says, "To my M of one family, in Atlanta." (laughs) 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 I assume that's his name, but it's rough. Oh, (laughs) Um, no, it looks good.
1: His Um, name is Andrew. It is Andrew.
2: And then uh, because we know that you're his favorite. Oh, him, Andrew, got it. Um, and then, of course, stickers, super high quality stickers, uh, little postcards to send out. Uh, I'm sure these will go out somewhere. Um, and then a, the the pin that came with it, which is just it's a nice little cheeseburger deluxe pin. That's a and nice has, looking
1: pin, too. I mean, he does good pins. We have a couple of them, right? I have the,
2: uh, the always
1: broke. And then yeah. like the, I think the always broke is the wallet, right? It's the wallet. And then I have the one I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, it's a pair of underwear made of pepperoni and cheese. So oh. I'm
2: surprised he hasn't had, um, so if you go see him at a show and he's closed up for the night, he actually has an always broke um, uh, piece. that he's like a foam cut, cut out out, yeah. Yeah, that he sits on the top of his table. Uh, it was all I could do to not steal that. Um, uh, frankly, the next time I go to a show and he's there, I'm absolutely taking it. And because I've told you about it beforehand, it's okay. It's not thievery. Um, okay, so that was one thing, Burger Battle. It uh, looks good. Great job with the details. Second thing, super plastic toys have been mailed out. And some people have actually already gotten theirs. But they're on the way. My box didn't get sent out till two days ago. So I've got another couple weeks to wait. To wait. But I'm super pumped about those. So for those that have been waiting, it's very close. Um but here's the big thing i want to talk about and this involves you guys so we we haven't recorded in a bit everyone listening knows that and uh and we we set up we we were actually going to record a couple days ago it got delayed we we went to record tonight about 30 minutes before we were supposed to begin recording i got a package in the mail and this came from matt kendraw who is a part of our community i like that guy and uh, he sent a big. It's a nice letter. I don't ever read like personal letters like this because I don't want to like. like break you don't that read wall. them out loud. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I never read personal letters.
1: I start at my fireplace. I drop it
2: directly in it. It's very dramatic. I want to uh, make. Sh- I want to make sure to maintain
1: the privacy,
2: like at an ultra level. But he sent stuff to all of us. So Aww. he's. So it's three of everything. Let me show you guys this. We have uh, Prince. Ew. Uh, you'll recognize some of these guys. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah uh, yeah reddits. yeah.
2: And then uh, this one right here. Oh gosh. That's obvious. When I saw this at first, <laughs> I thought this was me. I thought he did. <laughs> so Patrick, uh, wait, 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 is showing,
0: wait. who do you think are the other ones? Then yeah,
2: who's the other ones? Uh, well, this <laughs> this one has enough hair volume to be Luke. It's just in the, <laughs> wrong, in the wrong spot. spot. Which so means this is Spencer Howard. That is Spencer <laughs> <So> Howard. <laughs> this has to be Andrew. To be clear,
1: to be clear, it is a family portrait of the family from the Goonies, the
2: Fatellis, the Yeah, <laughs> Patrick and thought he was sloth, and I immediately <laughs> was like, <laughs> "Totally fitting." My first thought was Matt did portraits of us. That is literally my first thought, <laughs> and then I couldn't find you guys, and I realized. In, in all,
1: in all honesty. <laughs> Th- that sloth version of sloth right there, it looks a lot like Jim Dawson. Yeah. Straight up. Like, I could totally see Jim Dawson in so, that.
2: So there's uh, there's more than that. There's also uh, sticker packs, hey. uh, which are great, which is in – And it, I like it says 31 Days of Fink because I was about to say it's like the Rat Fink yeah. style. Yeah. And then it says 31 Days of Fink. Um, there's more than that, though. We're not done. There's also um, – Buttons and more stickers, so nice. it's a whole whole bag. And actually, these I wanted to show you the packaging on these. These look super good. Um, those right there. Oh, I like so, those. I like that packaging. Yeah, his
0: little logo is awesome.
2: Yeah, and so this whole bag is like, uh, it's just. I'm telling you guys, it's just tons more stickers and buttons or whatever. And then there's still more. Hold on, this is the last piece of it. Um, I thought Matt was going to send a couple stickers and Matt went really overboard, but in the best way, uh, the last piece. And one of these for sure, I know that, um, like it's stuff for all of us, but there's a couple pieces I've predetermined you're not getting. Um, and one of those is in here, a lot more prints. So, Mm. uh, different sizes. Oh, Uh, I see the Mario one, the Bowser. This is the one I've predetermined I'm keeping. I just want you to know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a really big fan of it. This is from the yeah. uh, challenge that uh, Cole put out. Yeah, I love that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cole like put whole... out? Was it Cole or was it Jetpacks? Oh, I'm sorry, Jetpacks. <laughs> Jetpacks. Um, but a whole Mario set and uh, some other things, too. And then um, he gave us three of the Stanley. Uh, great package. So, anyway, this was a, you know, go into podcast today. It's been a minute. It's easy to feel kind of, you know, like you have to get back in the groove and you don't Fully remember what you were doing And uh, is anyone still out there So to get this package Today and to get it right before Record time was uh, Very He um, he timed it well (laughs) Yes, uh, I think he said it several Months late, but it actually came right On time So thank you very much, this was uh, very appropriate For today, so uh, Luke Why don't you go ahead and take it
0: Oh man, I can't even remember when the last time we all talked, it's been a minute. Um,
2: we man. literally talked for three hours last night.
0: Yeah, that's okay. not true. Um,
2: he meant man, it's literally been a minute.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We so we've been playing a whole bunch of games. Um, played a game called Feast for Odin, which is like a uh, worker placement. Uh, resource management kind of game. It's a heavy euro style game. Um, that's super good, super complex. Uh, played a couple games of Scythe. It's always fun. Uh, Dragon Ball Island, uh, Curse of Volcar, right here. Yeah. Um, that game is surprisingly good. I so I got it because I had the original uh, when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, and then it got you know just demolished just in you know growing up and. Half of it got sold uh, in a in a garage sale, probably or something. Who knows what happened to it? But I saw it, and so I got it. And um, it's it's a cool reimagining. It's not exactly the same as the original game, um, but the board feels similar, and there's a couple new mechanics that really make sense. Um, I played a couple times, and I noticed that the games are very quick. It's because it's fun. That, so there's these cards that you have. You have two cards in your hand, and one of them. Um, that comes up in the deck is called a cataclysm card. And what that does is it lets you uh, move Volcar and then drop a fireball and try and hit somebody. Well, every time you do that, it resets. um, It adds this tracker. Once you have three of those, you add another fireball to the amount of fireballs that get dropped each time. So the boys were really loving doing that. So they kept playing their cataclysm cards. And after... Four sets of those the game ends like you have to make it back to the helicopter and whoever has the most points wins well it takes a little it takes a while to move around the board the board's pretty big and um you don't get many points that way
1: yeah Uh, i could imagine so you're expediting the end of the game
0: right uh but it's it's interesting because the way the card draw happens um it's very easy that you would get multiple of the cataclysm cards, and so it's kind of inevitable. But sometimes it doesn't make sense to even play it, but you have to play a card every turn. So that's it's kind of a weird rules interaction and mechanics um, that I, I think is a little bit too easy to trigger the end game. Uh, but overall, it's a super fun game. It's really made well. It's it's um, the pieces are quality and uh, the, there's like a cardboard. Helicopter that you put together, and it's a fun process to set the game up and put it together. The box is less than ideal. The the box design, and and I know they've they've addressed it through the Kickstarter. It's it's just kind of like it's cardboard, but it it um it's real thin and like flimsy, and there's like bends in it, like it was a box Mm. lid or something. And then everything to put Mm -hmm. everything back in, it doesn't quite fit. Like, you really have to finagle once you have everything put together, like the the helicopter and then the, the holder for, like, the gem and the penny and stuff. Once you have all that together, unless you take it apart, it's really hard to get everything back in because the, two, the, the board pieces, the molded plastic board pieces, um, there's three of them and they're all different. So they don't stack nicely on top of each other because they have different hills and ridges and stuff like that. So... That's the one maybe, like, miss to me as far as... Uh, Do you think the,
1: you think they, they did the packaging the way they did to keep cost down?
0: I think so. Um, they also said that they just didn't realize how bad it was, and if they would have known how bad it was going to be, they probably would have sprung for something better. Um, but it was too late. You know, they had already pushed it to manufacturing. Um so that's, you know, that's maybe the one miss, but it's a really fun game. If you have it, let me know what you think. If you haven't played it yet, try and get it. Um, there's an expansion that adds a fifth player, and then there's an, a, another expansion that adds a whole nother, like adventure kind of mechanic. Um, those look cool. I haven't gotten either of those. Um, other than that, man, playing a whole ton of Hearthstone. I love that game. The new expansion, Rastakhan's Rumble, just came out. Um,
1: Rastafarian added- Rumble?
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It added a whole bunch of cards. It added uh, these Loa mechanics, which is like a uh, spirit guide kind of idea and uh, cool interactions with cards. The other thing, I mean, I played Red Dead 2. I don't know. It's fine. I don't, it's, it was, it's a really good one player experience. The online is garbage, um, but they're working to fix it, which is cool, but it's, it's still just not great. Um and then Just Cause 4 just came out um, for consoles, and that's, like, the big open world kind of... You can you parachute and wingsuit and, like, have a grappling hook attached to your arm, and it's basically just kill stuff and blow things up. And those are just super fun games. It's just a huge open world island, and you kind of go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Um, so those games are always fun to, like, throw away a couple hours at, but it's not like a... Uh, Man, I really love this story. It's it's just some you know generic kind of bat, big bad corporation story. Um, man, that's about it. Really? Okay. I don't know. To you turn it to. Oh, you're the only one left, buddy.
1: That's true. So I'll go. Uh, I have a ton of stuff. I'm going to rapid fire. I'm going to miss a whole bunch. But the last couple of months have been seemingly nonstop busy so i'm just going to run through a quick update uh we went to california we went to designer con hung out with we uh did do that lots of incredibly cool people <laughs> i think designer con primarily consists of uh 93 of any guests we've ever had on the show ever it was kind of uh-huh. like going to a a family reunion with people that you've only met digitally. It's it, it was pretty nuts how many people there we had interacted with. Um, and uh, we have an episode, that uh, a recap episode that we did in conjunction with Industry Print Shop that will be coming out, uh, actually might be out already, depending on when this releases versus when that releases. If it's already out, it's in the show notes. Uh, if it's not already out, it will be
2: soon. Look for it. Yeah, very soon. 22... 22- Mini interviews.
1: Yeah. That's Too many, many, many interviews.
2: <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> 22 <laughs> mini. Um, yeah. We, we
1: talked to 22 people uh, on camera, asked them three simple questions uh, about doing work that matters. It was really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, so because there were so many people there that we love and we support, I you couldn't choose who to buy stuff from. Or you couldn't buy stuff from everybody. So I ended up not really buying anything while we were there except one piece from Jason Edmiston. Um, but, uh, it was really tough to, to see all your friends and want to buy all of their goods, but like you just. I couldn't. It was it was impossible. But Designer was cool. It was a fun fun experience. A um, couple things. I played a, a lot of games, and a lot of the games I backed on Kickstarter like last year have finally come in. Uh, and seen a lot of movies recently. So I'm going to show you a couple of the things that I got real quick. Um, this is this is not any of what I just said. But Wreck It Ralph two came out. Breaks, Ralph breaks the internet, and uh, stumbled across these little guys, and I think they're fantastic. That works well in that style. It does. For the so vinyl. It looks. The, yeah, it's the the vinyl. It's that like high end vinyl by Funko. Um, it only says Funko in tiny letters, but it's that that V Y N L of uh, Ralph and Vanellope, and they're super cute and very very fun. Um, picked up uh, Dungeons and Dragons again. Finally got to play again the other night, good. and I, I got to uh, defeat uh, the wizard Glass staff. Finally, my my thing is done. We have one more session to finish uh, that campaign. And then I think we're going to, we're going to jump into something new with, with other people.
2: Um, are you going to
0: play Patrick?
2: Yes. Well, so that's my hope. I want to, I think that I would really enjoy the game, but we've been waiting for Andrew's session to close out. And this session has been going on for a year. year Yeah. It's it's been a bit Well, we took like a four, four or five month break.
1: Um, EJ. (laughs) So, uh, but speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, have you seen this, Luke?
0: Yeah. I almost picked it up yesterday, but I didn't.
1: So, okay. So Dungeons and Dragons has put out this uh, this little mini card game. It's, it's
0: a battle for, card game.
1: Yeah. It's a battle card game. Um, it's a very quick play. It takes like 10 minutes. Um, but it's called Dungeon Mayhem, Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeon Mayhem. That game Mayhem. is garbage.
2: And it's, uh, it's a How lot of fun. How many times did you for- get beat? Patrick, I lost every time, Patrick. like, dead last, every single time. Patrick never
1: won. In fact, he sacrificed himself just so I wouldn't win. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so, but it's it's a quick, really, really easy to learn, really easy to pick up and play. Um, it's kind of like one of those, if you're in between setups for these other games that take forever to play, um, It's it's like... Two minutes to set up, ten minutes to play, and you can be done. It's very, very fun. the The illustration artwork on it is fun too. It's not, it's not like uh, Magic: The Gathering or even Dungeons and Dragons, like realistic looking. It's kind of cartoony and almost comic booky, so it, it's cool. Yeah. Um, Tracy Ching did uh, this this fun thing to get people to vote, to incentivize people to vote. She sent out free artwork to anybody who voted and let them and tagged her in it and everything. So she sent me this postcard that has this beautiful bald Eagle on it where it says vote, um, in true Chasey Ching fashion. Um, and she's just so cool. It's such a class act. So if you did not get one of those, um, be on the lookout when the, for the next election season, I don't know, but they're really cool. And it was, it was free. She, she just really wanted people to get out there and vote. And so she, she, gave free art to people for doing it um box lunch so we we celebrated in the in our gap we celebrated the 90th anniversary or the the 90th birthday of mickey mouse and so tons of mickey mouse paraphernalia uh has has come across my desk but one of my favorite pieces is this right here it's the box lunch exclusive um funko pop like it's it's not just a pop he's like on a He's on a base. It's Sorcerer Mickey on, like, the pedestal with, like, a big wave crashing up over him from Fantasia. It's, like, a whole scene. They call it something. Is Mickey, like, the size of movie a full-size mo- pop? Movie moments is what they call it. Um, he's about three-quarters of the size of a normal pop.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, Just to get the scale, because the, the platform he's standing on is actually slightly tall probably twenty percent taller than he is. Yeah, it's
1: it's a substantial little it's a substantial little piece. I mean it's the piece in its entirety is probably ten uh, ten or eleven inches tall. So it's yeah. it's a decent sized piece. Uh, but it's it's cute, it's fun, uh, and it's exclusive to box lunch for now. Um, but it's I was able to snag one of those. I was really happy. We started reading, so Mary Poppins is getting ready to come out. The new Mary Poppins uh, comes out in like a week or so from record date. Um, So we got this book to read to Cooper. It's an illustrated version of Mary Poppins, um, and the illustrations in this book I'm just going to show you real briefly are phenomenal. Can you see it? Yeah. The stylistic, uh, the, the art style in this book. Let me find another picture to show you, is just beautiful, and and it is absolutely all of my sensibilities, um, in the artwork. So yeah. uh, the artist is uh, Julia Sarda. There's an accent over the A, so I don't know how you would pronounce it, if it's Sarday or Sarda, um, but Julia. Uh, man, it is beautiful. If you have kids and you're going to go see Mary Poppins uh, and they haven't read the book or seen the film or whatever, this is a good way to jump in ahead of time and get them familiar with the story. And then I'm going to set this down here. And then finally, I'm going to try to show you this, uh, but it's very large. So I backed a game on Kickstarter a long, long time ago called Dice Throne. And oh, yeah. Here is – so it comes – unlike the – this is like the antithesis of your Fireball Island box. They put a ton of dollars into the packaging of this deal. So this is called the Battle Chest, and it looks like a massive tome, like a big book.
0: Oh, I remember this. Is this the game where you have different characters that you play? It's like a battle.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the lid off. But just to show you the quality, this lid – look inside the lid – it has yeah. all the characters. The lid is triple layered.
0: Nice.
1: Um, so that it sits on there perfectly tight and, and everything. Um, you can use it as a stool. You could almost use it as a stool. Uh, I wouldn't. Try that it. Would, it's an expensive deal. But when you look inside, you can do the – all the characters are stacked. Yeah. So you can do it sideways or that way. And then on the side, it shows what all the characters are. Um, but because they're all in their own individual compartments, you take a character out – It doesn't matter where and it still maintains its structure. Right. So
2: the box is literally a shelf. The box right. is its own shelf. And each character has its own box and its own shelf it goes on. It's yeah. like
0: the old VHS holders. Remember when you put VHS in the stack yeah.
1: by your it's TV? A, it's a great way of describing
2: Honestly, it. Honestly, yeah.
1: it's about the exact same size, too. That's about how each, each character is about the size of your traditional VHS. And for our younger listeners, um, just Look check up. with your parents. Yeah. And how um,
2: many VHSs come with Dice Throne? There
1: are eight VHSs.
2: Okay. Um, so that gives you an idea of the size of the box. Yeah,
1: roughly uh, 16 to 20 hours worth of video footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you open it up, here's the the character sheet. It looks like this, or like the character board, and it folds out like that, yeah. which I think is super smart. Um, and the artwork is incredible. Each character has their own custom set of dice, their own custom uh, deck of cards, uh, and they're, they're like... Um, Health and combat points and things. So I'm very, very impressed. The packaging on this game, uh, well worth the price of of admission. I'm excited to play it. I haven't played it yet. I just got it a couple days ago. Um, But uh, Dice Throne, Season 2. Go look it up. You can see all of what I just said on our uh, show notes if you... Dare read I don't know them. I said that. Um, okay, so so that was that was a very very quick overview of some of the things that I'm excited about. Some of the stuff that I got. We uh, certainly there was f- much much more. I saw a ton of movies recently, um, but
2: not enough time to talk about all that. I'm stuff. up to 131 for the year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I still need to get in nine more. I need to make it to 140. My goal is 150, but I have to get to 140. In order to hit the next the top tier on in Alamo to go to the party, but um, but yeah, I'm at 131 right now. I think. Um, I don't think you're that far behind me. No, no, no. I don't think so at all. I,
1: I yeah. think I've, I've seen, I've seen my fair share. Um, I, highlight movie for me, I think, would probably be the Green Book. Green Book. Just go see it. If it's in your market, go see it when it comes yeah. out on iTunes. If it's not in your market.
2: Make sure you pick it up and, and watch it. Um, First Man is probably my favorite so far of the year. Is it? But um, Green Book is a film I feel compelled to take like as many people as I can with me to go see it. Uh, it was a good watch, and it's fresh. It's actually the, I just saw it again, so it's actually the most recent movie I've seen because I've rewatched it. Um, but I think my, my favorite for the year so far is First Man. Anyway. Uh, so
1: we have a bunch of new movies coming out right now. At the time of record, in the next couple of days, uh, Spider-Man: uh, Enter the Spider-Verse is coming out, and I'm extremely excited about that. That movie has already gotten um, nominations for anime like for best animation stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mortal
2: Engines, Mortal Engines is coming out. The Mule is coming out. Uh, Once Upon a Deadpool is coming out. Um, there are several things for sure. Welcome to Marwin. I can't yep. wait for that Well, movie. that's not till that's not until December 25th. But yeah, we're only two weeks away from that as we're recording. Oh, those this. other movies come out this week? Yeah, I'm saying movies this week. Oh, that's, dang. that's the thing. The Mule, Mortal Engine, Into the Spider-Verse, um, and then Once Upon a Deadpool are all this week. Our friend uh, Ali Moreno. from And the house that Jack built, although that's you're not going to find that in a theater near you. But that's another one. Uh, Allie Moreno
1: is somehow in the Mule. Did you see that on her Instagram? No. Yeah. Yeah. So she her she said it's always fun to see your IMDb page get updated. Do you think she voices another small Hispanic boy? I think she. I think she is uh, Clint Eastwood's stunt double. I'm putting it out there now as that's my guess. Okay, we'll um, see. So there's there's uh, there's lots of movies and things coming up. It is it is that time of year, uh, and so because of that, let's let's just talk for a few minutes about Christmas because we we are in it. Uh, we are thick in the season of the holidays. Do you guys have any traditions that you do every year? I, I know we did this during the Halloween episode, but do you have any traditions you do at Christmas every year that like is just reoccurring?
0: Uh, we maybe as a kid and then
1: some. maybe something that's different as an adult.
0: Presents.
2: You guys do presents?
0: Yep. Every that's year.
2: Cool. I only have two. What are they? One, I have a breakfast casserole every Christmas morning. Okay. I, it's just something that's always happened. I always have breakfast casserole.
0: Even um, now that you and Mackenzie were married? Just when still it's just you two? yeah, okay. we still
2: do a breakfast casserole. Now she cooks it differently, and it's not as good. Um, okay. But she's better at other it's things. It's fine. She doesn't listen it to this. It's fine. It. Um, the second thing is of all of that, our spouses, she is the most likely to hear it. <laughs> this is yes. Now this is less of a tradition and more of a note. If you do have traditions, and you like them, don't get married. That's it. Um, but the only really tradition is the, uh, breakfast casserole. So wait, 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 wait. Let's back up a little bit. So what? <laughs> what I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that traditions get complicated when you suddenly double the amount of family involved.
1: Yes. And especially
2: okay. if you double amount of the, the amount of family and add distance. You're, you're and saying, so, you're
1: saying hold
2: your traditions loosely. Yeah. I'm saying as an adult, Like when I was younger, I probably could have listed more. And then now that I'm married, the only thing that has made the transition is a breakfast casserole. Um, It's just the the logistics of it all. So (laughs) I'm just to anyone that's out there that isn't married, be prepared for the complication. I would say that was the first real complication in our relationship was the holidays, which you would think is like exciting and easy. It's less so when you're an adult. And we don't have kids yet. I'm sure that for you guys, having kids add another layer to that. Well,
0: so we so we do have traditions. Uh, like, And we've carried those into doing them with our kids. Like, when I was growing up, we always had a birthday cake for Jesus. And so we've carried that into, like...
2: You have birthday cake every Christmas?
0: Yeah, for Jesus.
2: What? Yeah. What a sneaky
1: way to get birthday cake. <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> um... So that's one. The other, like, the other tradition that Rachel and I have started since we had kids was, uh, or is, not was, we still do it, um, the day after Christmas, the boys stay at my parents' because we stay over. So my parents live, like, 50 miles from us. So we, we do Christmas with her parents um, Christmas Eve, and then we do our Christmas Christmas morning at home. And then we go to my parents' house in the afternoon. And then we stay overnight there, Christmas night. Um, and the boys stay at my parents' house and play and hang out. And Rachel and I go shopping the day after Christmas. So Was that
2: a good day to go?
0: Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, we're in Mansfield, so it's it's a little bit more low-key. It's not like it's super busy. But there's like people that are returning stuff. But for the most part, we're just out like spending gift cards or... You know, just yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is this out.
1: like your opportunity to go and spend the car like gift cards and yeah. like uh,
2: uh, church? Not oh my gosh, Christmas.
1: Yeah, I was I, gonna say Halloween. Then I was
2: gonna say church. <laughs> I do try to see a movie on Christmas, and I do enjoy like driving somewhere on Christmas because other people aren't. So I, I do find that's like a good day to be out and about. Sure. But the only thing I would say is uh, every year has to happen is a cast is a breakfast casserole.
0: Uh, we do. <laughs> this is going to sound funny. Uh, we play I I can't wait. I know. We
2: have a clown. It's fine.
0: You'll, you'll laugh, and we, it'll be fun for everybody. We have uh, a game where we have this ornament that is a pickle. Yeah. And we hide the pickle in the tree. Yeah. Um,
2: Who so, plays the part of the tree?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Get it? But, yeah, so it's morphed as... As like we've had kids, and my sister is, uh my nephew has been born, and and so now there's like, there's a pickle for everybody. So it's just like whoever finds, you know, you, uh, there's like nine of them now because it's well.
2: You put nine pickles into your. Cr- are these like live? They're pickles? ornaments.
0: They're just pickle ornaments.
2: They're yeah. They're they're porcelain. Yeah.
1: So we have we have one too. Um, we and I hid it again this year. I hide it every year. Right. And years passed prior to us moving to um, Texas, we had always done this thing where if you find the pickle, so there's, there's rules to it. You can look, you can, you only get one guess a day to try to, to find the pickle. This year we added on to it, the step, you get five minutes to search the tree. You can't touch anything. You can't move any of the branches. It is somewhere that is visible. If you know where to look, Uh um, if you find it, and you can point it out, you get one guess, and if you if you guess wrong, you have to wait till the next day. Um, if you find it, then you win a drawing, and I draw a fun pickle. I did that for a few years when we were in Ohio and gave away the pickle drawing, the Christmas uh, pickle drawing, and then once we moved, we hadn't done it. We're doing it again this year.
0: Cool. Yeah, we do. So it, it's just... So at my parents' house, it's, everybody has their own. And it's a way for my dad to just give everybody money. At our house, we have one. And whoever finds it, I give him like five bucks. So,
2: so wait, 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 wait. Let me get this right. When you're drawing a pickle, this is a good opportunity for maybe like a lesson. So for you other artists that are listening, uh, Andrew, what are the steps to making a pickle not look like a hot dog? Uh, the dimples
1: and the lines. The warts. Okay. You would you would typically draw a, uh, a slightly oblonged shape uh, oval that is somewhat concave in the center. And then you would proceed to draw a few lines down it, almost banana-like. And then you would draw the warts. You would draw some, some bumps and things along the way, along the edges. Oh,
2: yeah. So it's almost like the progression of pickle goes hot dog to banana to pickle. I would say it goes eggplant
1: to banana to pickle. Okay. Right? Would you, would, I mean, Luke? Yeah. Well, I would I say like
0: eggplant would. is probably more in the middle. I would say hot dog is the simplest of those shapes, then slightly curved for a banana.
1: That's and then true. A little I guess I just, I guess I just would plant. never start drawing the hot dog. I would start with the eggplant, but I suppose I I, I can get on board with what you're saying. So, okay, well, yeah. there you go. So, Patrick, maybe this year you'll find my pickle. <laughs> uh, so we also do, so Shander's family, we didn't have this when I was growing up, but Shander's family always does like, uh, Christmas waffles for breakfast. They always make homemade waffles. Um, but like, it always is like a, it's like a brunch, right? So it's not until 1030 or 11. Um, that's too late. Before are like we Belgian
0: had, waffles, or are they regular waffles? Or are they like liége waffles?
1: What, what, what was the last thing you said? Liege. D and age
0: Liege.
1: I don't know what that is. They're waffles. It's
0: like waffles. Watch and, more Cooking waffles channel loser. Waffles and dingas?
1: Yes. Those are Those, Belgian waffles though.
0: Well, they also have Liege, which are like oh. a little bit more doughy.
1: Okay. I don't know. <laughs> they they have uh they have uh checkers on them.
0: It's These are Probably just waffle waffles.
1: Just waffle waffles.
0: Are they buttermilk?
1: They taste like waffles to me. Okay, great. I don't make them. I've never made waffles in my life. Well, other than, other than when, I'm at, like, when I'm at like a hotel, like and then you end. just, you pour that, you pour the pre-mixed Ugh. syrup into the yes. cup, and then you flip it. <laughs> Love it. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. If you go to a hotel where they have like the flipper things, we bought one of those, or maybe Shandra got one for Christmas last year, where it, when you do the flip over like that, it. It t- it cooks it at the same time and it tells you when it's time to flip it back. Perfect waffle every time. Yeah.
2: Um, we had one of those growing up, but it's because a Western Sizzlin was going out of business, and my parents <laughs> bought it at like the auction for the Western sizzling. And So you so had, an, that's you, how had, had a, our- you had an industrial
1: commercial waffle maker in your house. Nothing about, to about that fill surprises a
2: buffet me. Buffet on a daily basis. Nothing about yes. that
0: surprises me.
2: Yeah, that thing was crazy. Did you have a, did you have like one of those? It did two at a time is what it did. So it's like, it's almost like a peanut shape and it did two waffles at a time. And it had, you would turn the dial and it would ding when you needed to rotate it. And, uh, yeah, it was great, man. And did you also have a five gallon bucket of syrup that had a tap that's the only way we bought syrup. But you have to be careful when you tap those because the amount of pressure, it'll blow a tap straight out. Yeah, well. <laughs> that is a sticky mess. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you guys do like the
1: open a present before, before like on Christmas Eve? Patrick no. opens a present two weeks before Christmas. We do know that. Um, but do you, did you guys ever do that growing up? Or do we you always tried kid?
0: to, but no. We,
1: Rachel we would Christmas give e- them
0: right away. Rachel would give them. Like, if she was allowed to give presents, she would just give them as she buys them. But I like waiting. And we do Christmas Eve with her parents, so it's like everybody's getting presents already.
2: Oh, because so. you because you do Christmas Day with your family. Right. Yeah, we did Christmas Eve with grandparents, same thing. And so there was no need to because we already right. had a Christmas the day before. The only thing we started recently because people are, are distant. I mean, my family is, you know... There's seven of us that live in like four different states sure. or, or five different states or whatever. And so because of that, what we start doing is it's not reasonable or realistic. You're going to be able to get together on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So we typically try to get together on Thanksgiving and then we just do Christmas the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Hmm. So like the same week. Um, so like I have already done Christmas with my family this year with with my family I will do Christmas with Mackenzie and her family at the normal time. You but guys, that's that's something that's morphed just in the last couple of Are you of
0: guys years. going to Ohio?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll be in Ohio. You, If you're going shopping, well, this isn't necessary for the podcast. But we'll Luke, figure it if you're going to be in Columbus. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I
1: mean, if anyone's going to be in Columbus, just hit up Patrick and Luke while, you, while you're there. Day after yep. Christmas. Have fun. You have to figure out Talking to you, Columbus. Doc.
0: Talking to you, Doc.
1: Talking to you, Doc. Huh. <laughs> I I had no I had no follow up from that. Um, trying no, to think two years have...
0: ago, two years ago, Rachel and I had breakfast with Doc and his wife.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, no one else made it out but Doc.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think if there's any other um, any other things. So when we so growing up my family was very like chaotic, right? So there were several kids and I, I mean, I I was an uncle at the age of 10 and I have, what do I have now? I have seven nieces and nephews, right? So I have a lot of nieces and nephews. So there were always little kids running around and it was crazy and people were just tearing through stuff and there was no order to anything. It was just free for all. Fast forward I'm dating Chandra. I'm spending their first first Christmas with Chandra's family. And at the time, we all lived in the, same, in the same city or thereabouts, you know, 20 minutes away from each other. So I did my normal Christmas morning, and then I went over to their house and had Christmas. And they would wake up leisurely because they were a, adult children, right, college, college children, and then parents and grandparents. They would wake up leisurely, make waffles— all sit down and have family breakfast together, and then clean up, and then go open gifts, and then the way they did gifts, and they still do this. By the way, we do this now. This this has been adopted. I've been adopted into this uh, this scenario here, um, or this system. They someone is Santa, quote unquote Santa, yeah. and they divvy out the gifts so everybody gets a pile. Yep. So that the tree gets emptied the tree it becomes bare underneath everyone gets mounds of gifts surrounding them that are theirs and then you start taking turns one person opens and everyone watches and then once they show it and everything then they say thank you to the person who gave it to them and then the next person opens their gift and everyone watches it and feels it goes like it would
2: take forever it
1: does it takes several hours to go around and around and
2: around okay. Um, you're, you are jogging. See, I forgot what my own family does. We used to do normal Christmas. There <laughs> I'm is a, jogging? Jogging You're jogging your memory. my memory. Okay. <laughs> like I, don't, I don't understand the phrase there. Okay, go ahead. Um, be, because we did normal Christmas. The, we do Christmas Eve with my grandparents, Christmas with my family. Christmas and then what Steve. happened is we started saying, like, well, we don't want to have to do anything on Christmas Day. So instead, we started opening all of our gifts on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Day was just sleep late and like whatever. That happened for several years, and then it became and that this tradition. Gener- just kept getting backed up and backed up and backed up. Now, now we, we open our gifts
1: on Halloween.
2: <laughs> well, now it's Thanksgiving when we yeah. open our gifts. Yeah. I'm sure it'll transition to Halloween. So there there was an intermediary step, but we we do what you said as far as we clear out the tree, stack it for, up for everybody, make sure everyone has their gifts. However, at that point, it basically a whistle sounds and you just all like dig in. There's none of this like round robin opening gifts.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's it's very intentional. Everyone pays attention and you if if someone gets up to leave or if someone gets up to go to the bathroom or get coffee or whatever, everyone sits and waits. Like if it's my turn, I just sit and wait for Chandler's dad to get back and then we How does
0: how does Cooper handle that?
1: Well, that's all he's ever known. So, oh, okay. yeah, you know I what guess. I mean? So he he He's, impa- he's impatient like any other eight-year-old boy would be, right? Um, but that's the only system he's ever had. It sure. took me more adjusting to it because I, I grew up in a, a madhouse, right. <laughs> essentially. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway. And then we would have uh, Christmas dinner, right? Which would usually happen like mid, like early evening. But... Um, we have recently started going to see movies on Christmas. Like that's like we will try to see a movie on Christmas. And typically, the, the last couple of years, Chandra's dad has has paid for everyone to go see a movie. The whole family will go see a movie together. We saw Jumanji last year. Nice. Um, can't remember the one before that, but it's it's become a it's become a tradition for us. So um, I want to know what uh, what things you are excited for this year that you think you might be getting, or things that you are excited to get other people?
0: Okay. Um, well, I have
2: to be careful, but go ahead, Luke.
0: Well, I, I mean, the only thing I asked for was another 3D printer that is an SLA printer, so it prints from resin instead of filament plastic. Uh, so I think I'm getting that. I'm excited for that.
1: So now you can just have two things running 24 hours a day.
0: Uh, well, my printer's not running right now, you see. It's taking a break. Did it break? No, it's fine. Oh, okay. I just ha- I don't have anything to print right now.
1: I have some files
2: to send you then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's been waiting for this moment. You know, I don't have, um, I don't, uh, there's nothing I, I want. I, I think I'm at the, the point where if I want something, I just buy it in the moment. So I don't like have a running list. Uh, and the things that I don't buy, it's because I, and no one I know can afford them. So I'm also not going to get them. Um, so, um, because I only want things that cost $10 or cost $10,000. I don't have like a, a, there's not a medium range And the for me. things
1: that cost $10, you just buy for yourself.
2: That's what, exactly. Right, and yeah. so there isn't like a middle range that like Christmas satisfies, um, but I do. I, I love giving gifts to other people. That I, I, I think that I'm good at it, and uh, and so I, I do get excited about this. I and actually, our gift to you is letting you think you're good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have a gift for for your family, Andrew, that I'm very excited to give you. Hmm. And I can't say what it is. We we can talk about it after the fact. But I think that uh, it's. I think it's going to be one of your favorite gifts this year. Okay. And um, so that that's all I, I and I, I would tell about what I'm getting for McKinsey, but she's literally one room over. I don't want her to hear. So I just have to bite my tongue. But um, but I, I'm really excited for my gift giving ability. So you don't anticipate getting two.
1: anything then? I mean, I'll get some stuff. I know, stuff. but there's nothing that you're looking forward to getting.
2: I, I you know, I but mean, not really. I, I assume yeah, he's, that he's McKin- wearing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't buy, like, I don't buy clothes and stuff for me. Like, I you, I will never, it just doesn't it's happen. It's weird,
1: because you buy clothes for me. It's weird. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I assume that I'm being gifted clothes that I should have bought six months ago. Like, I wow. assume that's, like, what my gifts are. Yeah. Um, but Does that is excite fun. you,
1: though? Like, is it, well, do you like the idea that, after Christmas, you will have new wardrobe ele- – because the other day, recently, you got a, a new article of clothing, and then after having it for several weeks, you told me that you were really happy that you got it.
2: Yeah, I, like- get, I, get comp- I get compliments on the uh, the jean jacket. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will enjoy it. I'll be glad I have it, but it I- – there's just this barrier where I don't do it for myself. I'm really pleased when I get it from other people, and I'm gonna like wear it until there's holes in it because I will not like take the initiative personally. You
1: you literally will wear it till there's holes in it. That's like that's absolutely. not a metaphor. That is practical. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, absolutely. part
0: of that is just because you don't bathe.
1: Right. This the clothes, the clothes start to burn off of you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it is. The holes are created more aggressively for some reason. <laughs> so.
1: This shirt looks as though acid has been dripped on it. What <laughs> happened here? Um, I think I'm going to get um, – like I'm the same way. So I, if there's something I want, I typically just buy it. And so I'm the worst. Chandra's so mom specifically, who does listen to this show, so she will likely hear this. Hi, mom. Uh it, she is a gift person. She she loves she, gifts are one of her love languages. Very, very much the case. And so she wants to know that she's getting people, she's going to be getting people gifts, regardless, right? right? So she wants to get people things that they want and that they need and various things. So she's very, very adamant about getting a list. And so Chandra is has learned to be good at making a list early for she, for herself and for Cooper and she gets the, she keeps a running list going on Amazon or on these various things and so it's really easy for her mom and for her dad to just be able to hop on there and buy stuff and then it just ships right to our house and then they'll come for Christmas and wrap everything right mm-hmm. um, but i it's always like pulling teeth getting information from me because i don't i can't ever think of things that i want and so, Chandra ends up hounding me to, to figure something out and put something down. And so, uh, this year, it, there will be a higher degree of clothing um, because I just, I'm just i at a point where I need some newer clothing, uh, stuff that'll fit. And so, that worked out. But um, <laughs> Chandra really wanted a, uh, a hammock. And I think I told you this, Patrick, but Chandra really wanted a hammock and... Um, but she had already put her list out there and every, I'm pretty sure like everything on her list had already been purchased as far as, as far as she understands it, as far as we would guess, she put it out there. And so her list was done and had been done for a while, but then Chandra realized she wanted a hammock. And so when I was having trouble figuring something out, Chandra put down a hammock for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's a, that's a real shady way of getting an additional gift there, Chandra. Um, but, like, I started thinking, like, practical things. Like, there's a hole in our ceiling still from the shenanigans of several months ago that I have just haven't gotten around to fixing, like, the drywall. Like, I want that fixed for Christmas. Or uh, a couple of the outlets in our, our bedroom did something weird electrically. And I'm, I'm sure someone just coming, like, a, a professional coming for five minutes will be able to diagnose it and fix it. But we haven't gotten around to having someone come out and do that. Like, these are, like, oh, electric trimmers like uh hedge trimmers like they're all like house related things and and apparently I'm getting a hammock. So uh
0: <laughs> it Sounds like you're getting real old, dude.
1: It does it feels that way. I'm 34 now and it just feels like uh I've gotten to the I've gotten to the age This is totally unrelated, but because you said that. I've gotten to the age where people will say stuff that pisses me off and I'll just be like it's not worth it <laughs> like they'll say things that are totally wrong i'm looking at you ej they'll say things that are totally wrong and typically <laughs> i will argue the right thing especially if i know the right thing but i've gotten to a place where i'm just like uh you can have it i like, got yeah, fine <laughs> like i don't i'm i'm too tired for that um so yeah that's that's what christmas is gonna look like at our household merry christmas Merry Christmas, everybody! Hey, what are your Christmas traditions? Uh, we haven't heard from our community in a while. We've we've stepped back for the past few months. We haven't been um we have we, checked in with our community here and there. Um, but uh, we'd like to hear about what your traditions are. What you, what you're looking forward to getting for Christmas? Where you're looking forward to giving for Christmas? Uh, for that special someone, uh, or if it's a treat yourself kind of Christmas, what what are you getting yourself? Um, So drop us a line on social media or on Discord, of one podcast slash family. That's still it, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Good. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's it for, oh, okay, a couple of things on the Christmas note. Have you seen the Christmas Chronicles yet?
2: No. Patrick? I can't tell if this is part of the show or separate of the show. This This is part of the show.
1: We're no, still I, talking
2: don't, about, I don't know the, I don't know the Christmas Chronicles the Christmas Chronicle on Netflix yes it's the new Netflix oh, original movie no, I, I yeah I did see the preview for it okay
1: it is great we watched it last night and in it for me it, it harkened back to the first time I saw the Santa Claus with Tim Allen it's the guy that kind of vibe and it is it is definitely good enough to to find its way into an annual rotation for sure hmm. like I was surprised at how how entertained I was with okay. it, and Kurt Russell did a, did a great job. Um, and then the other thing is, have you guys seen – so we have in our office, we have a big TV uh, in our creative suite, and we have running now for the next three weeks until Christmas, uh, we have Nick Offerman's Yule Log – Running constantly, which is Nick Offerman sitting for 10 hours, and it's a 10-hour looped video, of him sitting in a leather chair next to a fire, nursing a glass of whiskey. Have you seen this? No. It is fantastic luke you have to look it up the the link will be in the show notes if you want something that makes you feel warm inside and is just every every ounce of uh, i wouldn't
0: be able to not watch it because i'd be waiting for him to move he does move
1: he moves it's it's the weirdest thing it's like I, I, i i in my mind i'm thinking obviously there's cuts right they have to have cut it somewhere they've had to have overlapped it but like if you look the the glass that he's holding is reflecting the fire, so it's not like he's green screened in. His his boots have like the reflections of the fire. He but he will move. It's not like he's just stationary. He will move his face. Um, he he'll pick up the glass every now and again and kind of smell it or like take a sip of it. He he nurses one glass of whiskey for ten hours. Um, at the end he he finishes the bit of it and stands up and walks away, and that's the whole thing. He doesn't say anything. He'll cross his legs. He'll kind of adjust himself in the seat. It is fantastic. Um, That's also going to be a new holiday tradition. (laughs) I don't understand at all. You should watch it. So the link will be in the show notes. it's
2: actually, I just pulled this up. It's actually a 45-minute take, and uh, it gets looped for 10 hours. I love it. I love it so much. But he's still set for a 45-minute take yeah
1: but he doesn't so in the loop though he doesn't finish the glass of whiskey he doesn't pour a new glass of whiskey so there's still some a bit of 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 trickery that they've done with it because
0: yeah they probably se- cut out like the last fifth and use that as the end
1: sure yeah but they the way that it has seemed together is it is honestly it's flawless they did a fantastic job but it's it's so much fun so anyway uh two new things to add to my christmas tradition uh nick offerman's 10-hour yule log video <laughs> and uh the christmas chronicles with kurt russell okay we ready to move out of christmas and into some updates Yes. Okay. So if you are a regular listener to the show, uh, you will know that a few months ago, we sat down with Mark Bricky and we talked about... um, just needing a break. And we took a bit of a hiatus. We took a, a sabbatical. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. We took we took a long nap from the podcast <laughs> um, so that we could rest up because we had been doing the show for uh, four years, over four years. And the better part of those four years, we were producing content twice a week, two episodes a week, every week, um, uh, rain or shine, uh, at the expense of Finances, family time, sleep, uh, sanity, all these different things. And so we realized we needed to take a break and just reset and figure out what what we want to do and what we're going to do. So we have hinted at the idea that uh, more information was coming and we kept putting it off and putting it off. Um, we had a special episode or two during our break uh, to just to check in and, and tell you about some of the fun stuff we were doing. But now is the time at the end of the year to to kind of tell you uh, what is next for the podcast. And um, I think uh, I think uh, maybe the best way to set it up is we have had hours of conversations. We have had planning talks. We have had uh, real honest uh, what how are we feeling about this kinds of conversations Um, when we move forward what does that look like if we move forward how would that work what do we need to do differently what needs to stay the same we've had Every conversation there is to have about this, um, and so on the on the other side of this, uh, we will be moving forward, but there will be some significant changes. Uh, and so, I think the the best thing to do is probably let Luke take over from this point uh, for the next little bit, and then um, and then we'll check in and, and follow up after that.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So we started um, right outside of talking with Mark. And, uh, we took a break and it was much needed. I think for all of us, we were all just burned out and kind of just bored with this. Um, and as time went on, um, you know, life doesn't stop. So schedules got filled back in that time that we had set aside for podcast for me, just filled into more things. Um, and when we were talking about coming back to it, I realized that, um, I didn't necessarily want to anymore. I didn't, not that I didn't want to um, do a podcast. It's just, I didn't need to do this. Um, And I didn't, I didn't have, uh, I had kind of a change in interest, I guess. Um, We've we've been tackling a lot of just pop culture and just kind of covering every gamut of that. And in the last little bit, I've really focused down to just pretty much just games, whether it's video games or board games. Um, And I'm just not, um, I'm not part of any of the other things that we cover. And my schedule has gotten busy um, with just life stuff and, and other business stuff. Um, so as of now, I am taking, uh, a, a break from the podcast, uh, could be permanent as of right now, it's planned to be permanent. Um, but we'll see what happens, you know, in six months or a year, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to continue to be on the show. I will still be part of the family and, uh, I will still always be the master of toys and games, um, but I will not be coming to you um, in any sort of regular mode um, for the foreseeable future. Now, I have, I have ideas for things that I might like to do, but none of those are close to realized yet. So um, there's a chance that could change, but as of right now, um, I am not going to be part of it.
2: Yeah, let me be the, uh, I'll, I mean, I'll be the first to say that uh, the show is going to be different without you and that I'm absolutely going to miss uh, the conversation. The show is uh, largely what, and we've said this in other, in other forms before, and you've probably heard it on here, but the show has been, uh, in many ways, just our way of staying in touch with each other, sure. more so than it's been to garner an audience or or anything like that. I mean, it. it we, we used to all work in the same audience in the same office. And then once we didn't, the show was our, our connecting point. So, so yeah, this, for you this was t- our,
1: this was our lunch table.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, that's very literally what it comes out of. And so, so that being said, it, it's, it's a, a tough thing. And I, I do want to be clear too, to the audience that's listening that there are no, there are no bridges burned. There's no like drama behind yeah, the scenes. There's no bad like
0: feelings. That. We're, we're, we're all friends still.
2: Yeah. Like out in for, cause Andrew and I are going to continue doing the show, but our hope is that Luke will still be involved in some way, uh, but it isn't going to be in the immediate future. So, um, but that being said, it's, uh, it is definitely a, a, uh, end of an era yeah. and it is going to be a, uh, it's going to be a challenge to, uh, to re- re- replace what you bring to the show. What's this is, uh, not that this would be a joke. This would be a really inappropriate time to joke, but but Luke, like you are, it seems like every time that I ask someone who their favorite master is, it's always you. Ooh. So
1: that's – that goes back to that goes back to the beginnings, like the first season of the show, and we, if you go back, if you've been a long time listener, you know that we've we used to refer to Luke as America's sweetheart, right? Because. That was the case every time we talked to people, every time we would engage with people, even whether they were there were people we were meeting for the first time because of the podcast community, or they were friends of ours or family of ours who listened to the show. It didn't matter who they were talking to or who they were talking about. Whenever the question was asked what their favorite part of the show was, they always said Luke, Luke.
2: And yeah. it was something mysterious about it. It was infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, I hope we don't lose all you guys. Yeah. I hope that you'll find something in me or Andrew to love to, to stay on.
1: So here's, so here's the deal. So, uh, we haven't figured out all of the details, but I think we have enough to, to give you an idea of what to expect. Um, we're going to shift. The, the Master of One podcast will not exist as it, as it is right now. Um, what we are shifting to is the Master of One podcast network. Um, and so what you will get is a monthly episode that feels a lot like what these episodes have been and what you're, what you're used to seeing. But then what you will get in subsequent weeks, periodically, to regular frequency, um, varying degrees, we have several other different show types that we are going to be trying out uh, and, and jumping into that may have Patrick... And not me. That may have me, and not Patrick. That may have neither one of us. Um, and open up the the open up the the door to new ideas, new guests, new hosts. Um, kind of cycling through the topics will be very very focused, so you will know right away uh, the the big broad reaching pop culture stuff. Um, you'll get that once a month and then you will get very specific niche um, information on these other episodes and uh, pay attention to the new year. We will uh, at, at the start of the new year is when all of this stuff kind of starts to roll out. We will um, announce some of the names of some of the new shows that we're going to be doing um, some of those regular shows. Um, and then we look to you guys as their audience to, uh, to let us know, what works and how that, how that's, you know, how that's going to look and help us shape some of that. And, uh, hopefully, uh, the, this new chapter in the podcast, uh, and this, this podcast network will, um, will be fun. And, and we can re-engage in the fun part of it because I think like what Luke said, we had hit this point where we were working so hard, it stopped being fun. And when you're not getting paid to do something, It has to be fun. (laughs) It has to be enjoyable. (laughs) And so we're looking uh, at – Or it – yeah. Yeah. We're looking at in 2019 to re-engage the part that we love, and that's interacting with you as our community and talking about the things that we love to talk about. Um, But we're going to do that in new and fun and different ways. Um, Yeah.
2: Any – So the, the around the table will be the consistent piece. Yes um but we will be adding in additional segments and the naming is going to change it'll all come out for the time being it'll still all be funneling through the existing channel so don't panic like you have to go subscribe to something else yeah yeah. for the time being it'll it'll come out through the same feed uh as these things progress that may change but that's something we can tackle in the future yeah um and uh, and we will kick off january we'll kick off next year with and around the table uh, with a slightly modified format, and then we'll have more details on the actual uh, yeah. the shows and segments you can expect. Yeah,
1: and and like Luke said, he's we've already been talking with him, and he's thinking through some ways in which maybe he would even be one of those uh, consistent is I think the right word, but uh, ha- with with a degree of regularity. Sure. Not every week or every month, even maybe, but. Uh, Luke's Luke's voice will still likely be heard from time to time. He's not going anywhere. He just isn't going to be uh, in our in our regular our regular stream of of
2: monthly stuff. So now to make one more note, uh, we will be uh, shutting down our Patreon as it is now, and that will be changing next year. It's. Uh, There's, it's something that we have to announce and there's a whole other thing to it, but we will be kind of closing down those pieces of M of one as we reformat, uh, this will roll those back out. So if you're a patron, if you're a patron to say, we appreciate an understatement. I mean, absolutely. You're the reason the show is as continued in, in its form for as long as it has. And your feedback is super important. Uh, but December will be the last month on that platform a notice will roll out and then uh, we're going to shift the way that's handled and we'll announce that into next year. Yeah. Um, yes. I think that's, that's all good. Uh, the,
1: the website stays the same for now. Uh, podcast.com is the, the place to go find our entire archive of over 350 episodes that we've recorded up to this point. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's weird. Cause it's, it's almost like, we've had a season one and then we had like a season two kind of, we didn't really refer to it as a season two, but like season one was like a year and then season two was like three and a half years. (laughs) And then now (laughs) season three will be something different. Right. And so, um, it's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, we have some really cool ideas I think in mind for, for what, uh, this coming year is going to look like. That being said, um, we are very sad there's a sad component to this too, that, that, uh, things are changing. Um, but, uh, like Luke said, no love lost. Uh, in fact, that this probably will allow us to love each other better, (laughs) (laughs) uh, in a lot of ways. And so, uh, anyway, I would, I would, uh, I would like to, uh, just take a moment to tell Luke how much, uh, we love him and how much this, um, I know this isn't an easy decision to make either. No, it um, has
0: been a very, very hard decision to make.
1: Yeah, and and we get that, and it's it is.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that so that uh, we keep. Please this tweet, up in- please tweet uh, hashtag No Luke Lost, um, <laughs> <laughs> or Instagram. Let's get you that know. trending in the US. <laughs> <laughs> no Luke Lost. Um,
1: but uh, anyway, I think that's all we have to say about that. Is there is there anything else that anybody wants to say?
0: I, I will say thank you to everybody who's listened and hung out and talked and given a high five or a hug or whatever at any con we've seen you at. Um, I super, super appreciate you guys letting me uh, have some of your time over the last couple of years. And um, I'm i'm going away but i'm not leaving so uh, gone but not forgotten i'll be around so (laughs) yeah i'm always around on discord if you need something just holler at me
1: all right okay so with that uh for the last time for 2018 and uh for the last time Uh, for the foreseeable future i didn't anticipate having to do this well that's how it's Uh, how it works We've been All doing right. it this way for over four years. I don't know what you were expecting. Oh uh, for for now, I'm Andrew. And I'm
2: Patrick. And I'm Luke. Peace out! If I don't say it, does that mean he never has to say it? <laughs> Bye. Farewell to your butt.